to celebrate people it's Betsy Spina and I hope that that theme song makes you smile every time you hear it it totally makes my day when you share videos with me on Instagram of you singing or dancing along to that theme song so please feel free to tag me in any videos I'm at Betsy Spina but again shout out to Walker Hayes for the theme song well I'm so pumped that you're here and I know that I say this every week but I am so excited about this next guest she is an incredible musician and she also happens to be one of my dearest friends we are going to be joined by Emmy nominated country singer Risa Binder and Risa has released so many amazing songs that you might have heard. One of the first songs that I remember hearing from Risa is her song, Gotta Have You. I am obsessed with her song, You Came Along, and that was actually written by the guys from Low Cash, which is super cool. She's got another song out right now that's called Pull, and then her latest is a single called A Lot Like Home, which we're going to be talking about today. Risa not only is an amazing musician, but she's an incredible creative. She's also a wonderful mom. She has the most beautiful daughter named Liel and a sweet husband named Jordan. We're going to talk about both of them during this interview, but she is just someone that is so full of magic. You will hear me saying that a bunch of times throughout this interview today, but I am truly inspired by her and I'm so excited for you to get to feel some of her magic today. So please help me welcome Risa Binder to celebrate people. It is such an honor to get to celebrate you. And obviously we've been friends for quite a while now and I was actually trying to figure out how many years it's been this morning. Hi! <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, I was telling, I was thinking, talking to my husband last night, I think it may be going on like eight or nine, but I can't. Do you think so? Yes, or, that's or, exactly I'm, what I was going to say. Okay, like time passes so quickly. But what I think is so crazy is that we met in New York, but didn't really hang until Los Angeles. Yes. But that one particular day where we were talking and I'm like, you're like, where are you staying? And I told you and you happen to live around the corner, which what is that? <laughs> That's like God. That's like meant to be. That's yes. like, and then we met for coffee. coffee. Yes. Okay. To total magic. It was total magic. I like can't get over moments like that when, when that happens, you know, like truly God yeah. just puts people together. I feel like too, from the first time we met. So we met in New York city when I was working on the highway on Sirius XM yeah. and you were one of our highway finds. And I can still remember us meeting at 30 rock. So Rockefeller center, we were down there with Sonia Lee and Jessica Wade as well. And we were all together. We got coffee. And didn't we do the ice bucket challenge? It we was did the ice bucket challenge. We did it. We did it. That was what a hilarious way to first meet. And like Asanya was such a good sport too. And she's so phenomenal. And uh, yeah, it was just funny. But when I met you, seriously, Betsy, when I met you, I, I couldn't believe I had lived in New York for a little bit, I think seven years at that point and never met you. And when we met, I was like, Oh my gosh, we're just meant to be friends. I don't yes. know. So yes, I felt the same yeah. way. I feel like our souls like recognize something in each other. And it was just they like, do. yeah, this is meant to be. I love how much we both love New York and Nashville, obviously, and LA. We like it's so cool that we get to we're jump. Yeah. I think our hearts are always jumpers. And I feel like probably one of the reasons why we like those places so much is that there's so much creativity there. There's so much creative spirit. And I just I feel like I just gravitate towards those people and those experiences, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I feel like that was perfectly said. I wanted to ask you, obviously I know you so well, and I want to make sure that our audience gets to know you as well as I do. Will you tell us a bit about like how you got started in music and when you first felt that, like just that like spark and magic for creating because you're so talented. So tell oh, us about that. I thank you. You know, I love telling the story because I believe that music is magic. A thousand percent music is magic. And I remember the first moment I believed that was when I must've been six or seven years old. 
maybe eight. And we had a playroom with a big window and I was looking out of it and all around me were like, I had guy friends, but I always wanted a girl to move next door. So I can remember looking out the window and creating a song. It went something like how I wish a girl would move next door. I don't remember the melody or anything, but I remember, I remember singing to my window and literally I, I made up a song about how I would play with the girls. We'd be friends. And that next week, seven girls moved next door and I was like what? oh my I was like oh my god I was like music is mad did music make that happen and that's when I fell in love with the idea like you can write songs and maybe you'll find a friend or maybe you know you just don't know what's gonna happen and so that was the first minute that I, I was like music is magic look what happened and so that that played that's the oldest memory I have but from there I would just write songs write songs about boys I had crushes on and things like that and my mom my mom would be like, who's that about? And I'm like, no, no one. And, but it was like always a way. It was my outlet. And, and especially performing to people was my way. It made me happy, but I could tell that it made other people happy too. So that was like my favorite thing to do. So that's how long ago it started. Probably when I was like eight or something like that. Seven or eight. You just have the best stories. I feel like you like truly are a magical human walking on this earth. And you always have these incredible stories. Like you always give me goosebumps. I feel like we all have that. Like we all have those weird things that happen to us. And some of us are more open to f seeing those things and, and others aren't, but it, can, it happens to every single person. We just have to kind of be on the lookout for it. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. I know there are those quotes that are like, be open to magic or like those who don't look for magic won't find it. And you do, you have to just be constantly looking for it because it's everywhere. It is. And as a songwriter too, I feel like you have to be looking for it double because that's where ideas for new songs come from. That's how you fill up your well, you mm. know? Um, and so- Anyway, I have so much to say about that, but yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. And obviously, so then you were living in New York City. You were in New York City before you moved to Nashville, right? Yeah, so basically, I, I remember, so I moved to New York because, well, I, I knew I always wanted to live in New York. My grandmother lived really close to the New York, she lived in New Jersey, but like one exit away. And I would go see Broadway shows growing up. And I can remember, I don't, I think I'm blanking on the name of what show I saw, Grand Hotel. It was so, so long ago, I was uh, super little. And I remember the magic of live performance because I saw that show and we, we got a box seat for that. It was one of those random, like, sure, nobody took the seat. So my, it was maybe my first Broadway show. And I looked down at the stage and waved at them and they looked up at me and waved at me. And I was like, <sighs> oh my God, they're wait Like, and it was so magical. I'm like, those people who just performed acknowledged me. And that started my love of, of New York as well. And it was like, so I moved to New York. I lived in Harlem and then Brooklyn. And I'm one of those crazy people that still, I have a place there. My cousin is living in it currently. I never want to let it go. And I try to go, I go back and forth, except for COVID. I have not been there in over a year. I have not been there, which is nuts. And I haven't seen my parents in a year. This is, and so talk about like, this is the, pa the past year has been really trying to find what makes you happy when you can't do what it is you love to do. Like, figuring out what that is and doing that thing to keep your spirit going yes. while we, while we turn the corner of this thing, which I believe we are finally doing, which is so awesome. But like, anyway, so yeah, New York and Nashville, I feel like places call you and they both called me and they're so different, but their hearts are similar. When you're there, you can be creative and be free doing what it is you love to do. Um, but they're so, they're just different. And, and I feel like New York, and you probably would agree, has this energy that is a movement energy. And, yes. and then I feel like, I feel like Nashville has more of a laid back vibe. I, and that's probably the major differences of them, but, but yeah. 
<laughs> so good. I just love getting to hear all this stuff again. One of my favorite things about you too is I know you kind of mentioned this, but just that like you have to figure out what things make you happy. And I feel like you and I are both positive people, but I sometimes I will get like down and feel in a funk and be like, I don't know how to help myself. And I just kind of like sit in my sad hole for a minute. And I feel like you are really incredible. And again, I admire this so much about you that you are so good at being like, no, like I'm going to find that thing that makes me happy. I'm going to keep looking for that spark and that joy. And you do it. And it is just like so beautiful and encouraging to see. And I know that you do these really fun videos where it's Risa's weekly dose of happy. And they're so great. How like, oh my, how long does it take you to do those videos? Is it hard to find things or you you probably have like a oh. backlog of ideas of things that you love. <laughs> They're so fun. I'm so glad I'm working with a really great team now that pushes me to, to create content in a way that feels organic and good to me. So I'm, I'm absolutely in love with my team and they came up with the idea and th this is kind of cool. So I keep a journal, but a lot of, I keep a journal of things, little things that make me happy to remind me in times where things are hard. It is not all lollipops and rainbows, especially in the career that I chose. And, uh, when it's not, if I have a half an hour to drive somewhere by myself, I will grab a coffee because coffee is like my meditation. It makes me happy. Just the simplest things. But the truth is, and I, you know, again, I think you can find simple little things in each day that can lift your spirit, even if the day has been crap. I'm just not, like, yes. and, and there are, there are crap days, but I somehow, I think my Nana and my mom are both this way. It's like, and I'm thankful for this, but like, if you wake up and you're breathing and you put your feet on the floor, it's a good day. And that doesn't, that doesn't mean the whole day is going to be good, but it's a privilege and a blessing to be able to put your feet on the floor and have your day. And so when things are rocky, you know, you can turn it around. Um, and that, that's where the weekly dose of happy kind of came from. I was doing it before, but not consistent. And I really do think what, what got me through this COVID is the idea that I got to create something that I hope make other people happy, but it makes me happy to sit there. I do them all right now. I do that content all in one big thing. Like I have them planned out, but what's funny is it takes me like an hour and a half to actually do them. And then we cut them up and we chop them up and we may have to edit it later, but when I'm there or like right before, this is funny. I had this whole thing planned out, but Liel and my husband were learning how to make balloon animals. And I saw all these kind of sort of tried it, was, it almost was a butterfly that made me laugh. So I just, I just grabbed balloon animals and I'm like wearing them in my neck because you just get inspired by little things and you have to go with that inspiration. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And okay. So I love all of your videos that you put out. They always make me smile. And one of my favorite ones, which I just like, can't get over the story is the story of how you knew that you were pregnant with Liel. Can you oh, share gosh. that story again? It like sure. goosebumps. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So I found out that I was pregnant with Liel in a cup of coffee which sounds so weird, but it's so true. And it was CMA Fest 2017. Uh, so it was like June, it, pretend it was like June 8th or something. And I am a creature of habit, probably like all of you. I kind of do the same, I have my same routines. And one of my routines is literally getting coffee every morning with my journal. And I was going to do it. And I had been praying, you know, uh, you know, I think it's time, if it's time, please let me know. But I would love to be a mom at some point and, you know, just kind of, I love signs. So I was like, I love a sign. And okay. So I get my every morning I go to three brothers. I go to a ton of coffee shops, but I had been on a three brothers kick, which I still go. This is actually three brothers, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I used to get more hot coffee and, and I would go every day and they, they, every day I would go at the same time and I would do an almond milk, honey, cinnamon latte, and they would put one heart in it. And just every day, like, clockwork one heart one heart one heart and I might have been doing this for at least at least six to seven months same thing every day it's close to my house 
So I go to sit down on this day. It's CMA Fest, and I have to perform at like four o'clock. So I was there in the morning. I had my journal. I was going to kind of write some things out. And I go to put my coffee down, and there's a heart in it like normal, except there's another line coming out of it with a baby heart attached to it. And I was like, I'm pregnant. And it freaked. I I was like, I'm pregnant. (laughs) And I was so freaked out by the sign because it was so strong that I actually didn't test to see if I was pregnant for one week. I had to go on a radio tour and I was like, this is crazy. Let me, let me only know this and keep this as a, I can't believe I kept it a secret from, from my husband too. I think I was so freaked out that I was told so strongly in a cup of coffee. And I'm like, let me hold on to this. But by the end of that week of radio tour, I love to like work out and stuff, but I was winded walking up a flight of stairs. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm pregnant. And then I, and then I was, it was wild. And so Jordan was like, when I told him it was a cup of coffee, he's like, yeah, that makes sense to me. Cause he knows me, but I was just like, what? And so I've actually, I'll send you the picture. I, I, I have a picture of it and I look at it from time to time because it'll be a story I'll tell Liel too when she's able to understand it. It was so, it was such a big deal for me. Yes, that is the coolest story. And again, like, I just feel like this whole episode, everything is so full of magic and you are so full of magic. I love that so much. So are you, Betsy. You are too. Also, can you tell me how you met Jordan or tell us how you met Jordan, your sweet husband? Sure. But we met in, we met in college. Long story short, so to not for you but like I think we we were friends for two years started dating and then we broke up and we didn't see each other for close to four years he worked on cruise ships and I just decided you know I I need to move to New York and work on my music and stuff but what's so cool about how we came together I should back up when we first started dating it I remember we were friends for two years and it was Halloween I'll never forget and we had gone we had gone to similar parties but not at the same time and then I came back and I lived uh, in a dorm with a couple girlfriends and he was on my steps and I was like well, what are you doing here and he was like well and we've been friends for two years he's like it's raining you know I'm thinking if it starts to rain harder I'm gonna kiss you and I was like huh and then it started to pour and then we kissed and we that was how we started getting so it's kind of romantic oh, it was very romantic, and that was wonderful but then we did break up and went our separate way so the cool part of this story is that four years later I live in New York City. He's from Long Island. He was in Florida, but moved back to Long Island. And I went to, it doesn't exist anymore, but CBGB's and he and a bunch of friends were in the basement of it. And I see Jordan, who I haven't seen in a really long time. And all the feelings kind of were just, they never left. And so he said to me, I lived in Harlem. And he's like, can I drive you back to Harlem tonight? And I'm like, sure. And we hadn't seen each other in forever, but we're driving back and we're at a stoplight. And this woman's banging on her window and Jordan's like, do I have a flat tire? So he's like, rolls it down. And she goes, you guys make a beautiful couple. And we were like, it's like so, and we were like awkward silence and back to on the steps of where I lived in Harlem. Cause now I live in a brownstone top floor thing in Harlem. We get out of the car and it's not raining. And he goes, do you know what I'm going to say? And I'm like, what? And he's like, if it starts to rain, I'm going to kiss you. And it started pouring. And that was it. And we've been together since that day, which was 12 years ago, you know, and so it's crazy. But like, again, like, I feel like signs can knock you over the head and you just have to listen to them or know that they're there. Yes. Um, So so yeah, it's crazy. That's so magical. And will you tell everyone what your daughter's middle name is? Oh, her middle name is Rain. I haven't said that. Her middle name is Rain. It's the Rain from our, she is our love story. That's what's so, I mean, she is our, she will forever be our love story embodied in a human. <laughs> um, she's so cool. And uh, yeah, just so beautiful. Is- I can't wait until we can be together again. It's oh going to my- be the happiest. I was just saying that to Jordan. It's been a lot. I mean, it's, it, 
I cannot wait to come to LA. I can't wait to grab a coffee with you. I, Same. I, I miss, I, it's nice that we can pick up like this, but like, I just, I miss hugging friends. Yes. I miss hugging. And so I think we're turning a corner. I'm going to keep saying that. Although, you know, I have like my mask right here. Like we're all doing, <laughs> the thing, you know, but like, I think we are turning a bit. I mean, and just to be real, like my parents are getting their second vaccinations. Amazing. And so that's great. And, um, and, you know, and then I'll be able to literally go down and see them. And what's crazy, and you, you probably hear this from other artists too, like it's weird because some of the live venues I performed at are have closed. That part is terrible. Hopefully they can reopen in some other kind of capacity. But those people that came to the shows, live streaming has been like so, such a big deal in this last year. And I'm, I'm just kind of now getting into it more. But people still want to be entertained and they, and they want to they're in their house so much. They, they want to escape for a second, even if they're sitting in a house, you know, yes. still, it exists and we make it happen. You know what I mean? So that yes. Works. It's a way that people can still be connecting with, with artists. It brings joy and it's an escape. And it's such a gift that you guys as artists are giving to us. And I know you've actually got a live stream show that's coming up, right? April 1st. We, we've been working with moment house, which has been this great live stream. Um, we did one, we've done one other back in February. And I was like, this went so well, let's do another one. April 1st. And this time I'm going to call in a special guest and it'll be a super fun show. And, um, what's cool. And I've also asked the people that came last time and then new people, if they have requests and things like that, it'll be fun to play some new stuff and change it up. Um, but it's so, it feels, I mean, in my world, my band is my family too. And we have not, we only, what last time we got together, February 11th, we hadn't seen each other since June. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, and so I'm like, Hey, and we do it here in, at the studio. I'm like, Hey, eight weeks from now, we'll see each other again. What do you think? Like, you know, and so, uh, I'm looking forward to, to that April 1st, April fool's show. <laughs> so exciting. And are you going to get to play your brand new single during that show? A lot like home. I am. Yes, yes I am. Yes. And, uh, that's a fun one too. Uh, I am obsessed with that song. It's so great. And I know you got to work on it with Benji Harris. Can you tell us a bit about the song? Sure. Yeah. Okay. A lot like home, you know, I always say this, but a lot, the life of a song is very, very long. And we actually wrote this song probably five or six years ago, six years ago. Holy cow. Because we wrote it on the day that Jordan and I bought our first place, but Benji was expecting his first daughter. And so she's just turned six, Wow, which is crazy. Um, so we were like, let's write a song that celebrates truthfully, you know, where we are in our celebrates first, like where we are in our lives. Like, and I had never owned anything in my life and he'd never been a dad. And so it was me and Benji and our friends, Bo and Sean. And actually it's so wild to think about where life is now because Bo and Sean were like best friends in college, but now they're actually married and have since had like two other kids of their own. It's a fascinating, so it's, you know, how things come together. And so a lot like home is just celebrating the first in, in life. And it would be, it's a great wedding song. It's, a, it's just a great feel good song. And um, it was so cool to, to record it. And now <laughs> Benji and I have sung it live a couple of times on live streams on his end, but it's going to be so fun to sing it at this next one in April too. And uh, yay, yay! <laughs> you know, <laughs> And I keep seeing, cause I, I, you know, that um, Joanna Gaines, like the Magnolia network is about to um, launch. And I'm like, gosh, a lot like home would be so fun. I'm thinking of ways as artists, we always think of ways and places our songs could go. So I just feel like it'll be fun to see where this song takes it, the road this song takes. So that yeah. needs to happen. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. 
And are, I know you're working obviously like constantly on music. Is there anything else coming up that you can tell us about or that you're dreaming about? I know you're so big with vision boarding and, and things, whatever yeah. you feel like, yeah, you can share that might, might maybe come up next. Yeah. Oh, this is a big year for singles. So I'm recording, I'm recording my next single in the next two weeks, which it won't be done for a little bit, but we're going to try to do singles a bunch this year. I don't want to like give a time period and not be true to that, but like we're trying to push them out more than we've ever done. So lots of new music this year, which is super exciting. And so, and then maybe, I mean, I don't know if the world's opening up this summer, but I got asked to tour again, opening for Ronnie Millsap, which is so cool. Risa, and that's date, amazing. Yeah, and his date's starting in August right now, but you know, we'll, we'll see. So just, I think when, as the world starts to open up safely, there'll be maybe this, let's say by end of this summer, maybe some places that we can be found live and connect. But those are the big things, but we created in COVID, we created a TV show called sound bites, which combines music and food. And we've worked it's was so fun to work on and be creative and stay creative during this time. And it's, it's taken on another life and it, uh, and we'll see where it goes from here, but that's like super exciting. It's like a competition food show, but with famous artists, but there's a give back element to it where we basically pack up what we've made and what the restaurants made. And we, we go to a local place that does great things for the community and we feed them and then the artists will sing for them. And so we'll see, we'll see what that does, but it's, things are feeling really creative and there's a lot of forward movement. I know a lot of other artists, friends of mine are, are feeling similarly, even though we can't perform live, we have dug out our road during this time to like keep staying fresh and true to us, but it challenges you. Right. I mean, I know you've probably felt challenged too. Like totally this, this whole situation challenges you. Like, do I still really want this? Do I want this? And then like, and then the, okay, I do want this. So how do I, how am I going to do this? Okay. Totally. You know? Yes. Yeah. I feel like that was perfectly said. I've been thinking about that so much. I feel like this time, not only like, do I want this, but also I keep being like, who am I? Like, who am I? <laughs> What do I want to put out into the world? How do I do that? You know, like, I feel like we are kind of all questioning everything and it's uncomfortable, but it's good. You know, it's, I, I think it's so important for everyone to kind of sit in that and go like, do I want this? How am I doing this? Like, you know, am I on, am I on a road I want to be on? Because I think I've definitely had times in my career where I've been on a path that I'm like, yes, this is right. I feel like I'm like very aligned with what God has called me to do and what I just like feel is right in my soul. And then other times where I feel like I'm like, look on a different path, looking back at that other one, being like, how did I get off of that track? Like, how did I end up over here? What am I doing? And how do I get back to who I want to be? I also feel like too, one more thing I, I, I want to add about that too, is like what seemed to me as these crazy unreachable goals or what I equated to what is success for me has completely changed. Like I kind of decided that like what actually is success to me is just is creating songs I'm really proud of while connecting and whatever that means, if that's live streaming or whatever, until the world opens back up, rather than like, oh, I need to get to this point. And then, then when I get there, I'm, and I have completely, I feel like we're all on an even playing field. We're all in the same situation. And it's like that part to me doesn't matter as much because what really, really matters is did I 
write something I'm proud of and put it out in a way that I feel like I'm truly connecting. It's not fake. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's another positive that has come out of this crazy town. Thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Know? And it's, it's so freeing to feel that way. It just like creates all this extra space and it's hard yes. though. It's hard sometimes too. I was talking about this with Mike recently that I like, I say to him, I sometimes feel like I'm a fish that's like swimming upstream trying to do something different. And it can be really hard when you see other people, you know, kind of like idolizing different things in different ways. And it, I think it's just so beautiful when you can get to a place of being like, you know what, like, that's cool, but that's not actually what makes me happy and what fills up my heart. Like, these are the things that fill up my heart and that's what I need to do. So and I think- Totally. Awesome. And I think there's road, there's road, every single person has a road and my road doesn't look anything like your road. Although we may be doing something similar. I'm talking about other artists, like, but- yeah. What's beautiful is you're on your road, I'm on my road, and we're just doing it, you know, yeah. and it's, and that's the beauty of it is that, again, like, so simple, but like, we're alive today to be able to create today, whatever it is that we want, and, you know, and that's why I feel like our heads need to be clear of all of that negativity stuff to, in order to really create and do what it is we want to do. And it's all good. All of it's good. Yes. What are some things for you that when you do need to drown out negativity, what do you do? Is it like, like I had one friend who would literally walk around her house saying like, no, to like, no to the negativity. And she would like scream it out loud. And I kind of love that. I'm like, I should start doing more of that. Um, and other people are like, I got to put on music. Like, what is it for you that helps you to stay so positive? Well, okay. It's two, two different kinds of things because it's funny. I have a three-year-old, so she's learning what to do with her emotions when she feels a certain way. So we, we take deep breaths together. So simply if she's, if it's too much for her, I'll go, okay, look at me, take a breath. So it doesn't mean that all the time she would want to do that. So sometimes she resists me, but literally just taking a breath and breathing. Mm. If you can't go anywhere or can you get outside and literally either let sun or rain or whatever's going outside fall on you to bring you into the moment of like, I'm here right now. And oh my gosh, a friend of mine, a songwriting friend of mine, uh, Charlie Berry, who's amazing, actually said to me, feelings are not facts, which blew my mind. People said they've heard that before, but I'd never heard that. So whatever you're feeling in the moment, while it may be true to you, it's not a fact in your life. It's what you feel in that moment, but you can choose to feel something else. And I guess yes. that that's like, okay. So for me, like today, I put on an old lady antebellum record called Heartbreak, which I hadn't heard in forever. And for me, singing songs as loud as I can in my car while I'm driving, I'm I mean, it's, it's a let out of everything. So I'm like, gosh, I need to do this more often. This is amazing. You know, like, and another good writer that I love whose songs are heartfelt and most kind of sad, but I, I need that. It's Emily Weiss band. Her oh. recent record kills me, but it's like, Ooh, I need to listen to that to kind of get in touch with that side of me to let that part out too. And so I find what I'm, you know, music in that moment that will make me get out whatever I'm, I'm feeling. And, um, yeah, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> all the things. I was just going to say, I think it's so cool that like your music does that for people too. What a gift that you are giving to all of us through your music. It's so cool. It's so cool. That's why we, I th that's why we do it. I mean, that's why I do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I'm trying to keep an eye on the time because I want you to be able to get back to your beautiful family, but- oh. I wanted to ask one story that I love. When we were both living in New York, we did like a million part-time side hustle jobs and we have all sorts of crazy stories. And I feel like obviously on the show, like I love to celebrate the good moments and celebrate some of the challenging ones. But one of my favorite stories about you is the bakery situation. Can you tell us about the baked goods out of your apartment? Oh my God. I, I forgot that I told you that. Okay. Yeah, so it. it's funny, but because being an artist is so roller coastery, you think about what job can you have on the side that will help support you while you are roller coastering in this industry. And I was like, 
I'll bake. This is so insane. And my Nana's favorite thing that she would make are these pumpkin chocolate chip cakes. And I'm like, mm. I'm just going to try this. And so I lit, my neighborhood is so encouraging. It's in Brooklyn. And so I went into one shop that doesn't exist anymore. Um, but I went and I'm like, Hey, I make my Nana's pumpkin chocolate chip cakes, but I make them really small. He eats one. And he's like, I'll take 20 by tomorrow. And I'm like, what? And then I wa- I was like, okay. So I was doing that for a little bit. And then I'm like, well, I can do more of this. And Jordan would come home and there'd be flour everywhere. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, there's the other two shops. And within like a month and a half or two, I had like five shops within my block. But the funny, insane part about it is the first shop found out that I was doing other shops. I didn't know what I was doing. And they called me and they're like, you're selling to Bagel World? And I'm like, yes. It was like a Seinfeld episode. I'm like, I am. And they're like, you need to choose between like us or Bagel World. I'm like, huh? And then I, I thought to myself, wait a minute, gosh, this is really, truly a full-time job. Do I want to do this or do I want to do music? And I was like, I I, I want to do music and eat pumpkin chocolate chip yes. cakes. I don't know. <laughs> and so, but Good for what, you. You can be a baker. I mean, I, you can be whatever you want to be. I think Jordan was like, what is happening? Because literally I, he came home and I was covered in flour. He's like, do you, he was like, do you even know how to like do this on a budget? Like what? I'm like, I was buying stuff that was way over. I I was just doing it to do it. And so uh, we just learn from that stuff. Oh, right. And one of my sizing wasn't correct. And one bakery guy was like, is this real? Is this a real operation? And I'm like, I need to cut. I need to get out of this. This is not, uh, you know, so. Anyway, we learned and uh, God bless my neighborhood for being so open to new things. So yes, I just love that story so much because again, like we all do so many different side hustles and things. And I think like that one also was so creative and beautiful and you're making this delicious treat for everybody. And I just think it's such a great story. And I am so inspired and impressed that you were able to distribute your baked goods to so many different places. Like that is unreal. It was bizarre and it was funny. It is definitely a laugh you know, we choose to live in these creative spaces, LA, New York, Nashville. And there's tons of stories that come out of us, you know, trying to do what it is we do. I mean, so many. Didn't we both uh, sell newspapers on the subway? Yes. Yes. So I did a bunch of different promo gigs and one you're so good was like handing out newspapers on the subway and we had to wear these big like sandwich boards. Um, Anyways, we had to hand out these newspapers and I was so embarrassed because we had to be out during the morning commute. And I grew up in upstate New York. So when I was living in New York City, like I would see kids that I went to high school with. And I, at one point, there was a girl that I went to high school with who literally like walked past me and I tried to like hide under my sandwich board because I was like, I am humiliated that I am handing out newspapers is at like 6 a.m. Oh my gosh. Anyways, oh my gosh. That was you never know. I was, I was nannying and the girl I was nannying for would be on the subway. And as a joke, she was three and she would call me grandma because she thought it was funny. And I was on the subway and saw a comedian friend, Bones, I'll never forget, sitting there. And she's like, grandma? He's like, you're a grandma? I mean, it's like the weirdest. And I'm like, no, I'm not a grandma. Yeah. It's all that stuff that makes us part of who we are. Yes, you know? absolutely. It helps. I think it's like, it's funny that we all think we need to be perfect and like put out this perfect image, but that's not real. And none of us are that way, you know? And it's like, there's so much, when you just kind of own what you're doing and who you are, I think it, it also gives other people power to do that. And it makes you feel like, oh yeah, this is just a thing I'm doing. Like, this is just a job for right now. So I can do the thing I actually love, which is so cool. You know? I a hundred percent agree. So yeah. you just, you just have to celebrate every moment and just be who you are in that moment. And it's great. You know, it, it is great. And it's real. And I think, I think a lot of things, but I think that like, I think mostly as an artist, like people want and relate to when, when you are just who you are and not trying to be anything else, but who you are. And 
they like that truth when it's messy and you know all that stuff and but I do think for me like so I know that something I was called to do was even when it's messy for whatever reason um I need to share that it's messy and it's hard but it's also there's there's beauty around the corner or in that and it might not feel that way in the moment but five minutes later, 10 minutes later, you do something that you enjoy just for you. Even if it's eating a tiny piece of chocolate that you found in the room and then you're like, oh, take a breath. Okay. I can pick myself back up. I can do this. I got, you know, yes. and, uh, so that's, that's good too. <laughs> I just love you so much. And I think you are so wise and truly, I know I've said this a bunch of times, but you were just like so full of magic and I feel so blessed and lucky that I get to call you one of my best friends. And I just, <laughs> I love you. And also it's so crazy to me. I realized this is our very first interview together. I feel like as long as we've known each other, I've been like, I can't wait to interview you one day. Right. Am I crazy? I think this really You're is. Not, our- yeah. No, that's true because we met, but we never did this. We've never done this. No, that's so weird. Is that weird? So funny. <laughs> I love it. This is great. Let's do more. Let's do more. Okay. 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 I just have to say, Betsy, and I know everyone that knows you feels this way, but like you are a rare gem and um, to find people that are honest, I'm going to get emotional, but to find people that are honest and good and are truly friends for all the right reasons is rare. And so I just really am thankful for your heart and your friendship. <laughs> I love you. You're going to make me cry. I'm <laughs> Coffee cheers. To you. Yeah, Coffee cheers. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Okay. <laughs> I just love you so much. I feel all of the same things about you. Um, yeah. You're amazing and you fill up my heart so much. And I don't, I like couldn't couldn't survive without you. And these, especially these past few years being here in LA, it's been really hard. And I have leaned on you so much and you just have filled me up. So I'm so thankful. I feel the same, 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 same. I know I could sit here with you all day long, but I do. I want you to go, go have a great day. Go be with your beautiful okay. family. You Give too. them hugs. I love you. I will see you soon online. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Well, I just hope this episode has filled up your heart and left you smiling. My cheeks hurt right now. Risa is so incredible, and I feel so grateful that we got to celebrate her today on Celebrate People. So thank you again to Risa Binder. If you want to follow her on social media, obviously I will be tagging that, but she is at Risa Stuff, which is really easy to remember. So look for Risa Stuff on Instagram and Twitter. She is just so joyful, and you'll love getting to see Risa's weekly dose of happy and, of course, keeping up with her music. And don't forget that she has that incredible live stream that is going to be happening on April 1st. So that's going to be so much fun. Well, again, I just hope you remember how special you are. Remember to look for magic today. Remember that you are on a path that is uniquely yours and that incredible things are headed your way. You are so loved and I hope you have a great day and I'll talk to you next time on Celebrate People. Celebrate.